Bumps again to the sideline. Batted up. Oh, God! Stokely down the sideline! Can they catch him? Stokely! Wow! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! This is caught! Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs! And now Brown is off to the races! Hurdles kicks him in! And a flag is thrown! That was the most exciting thing to happen tonight. I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. <laughs> that was a great call. And the game is over! Oh, the game is oh, over! Oh, the oh, Philadelphia oh, Eagles oh, are Super Bowl oh, champions! Oh, Eagles fans oh, everywhere, this is for you! Hello everybody and welcome back to the Broad Street Burner podcast where we're talking all things NFL, and I cannot believe we're already at Wild Card Weekend. The NFL playoffs are upon us. I mean, I don't even know what else to say. It just seems like every year the, the NFL regular season goes by faster and faster. But, Rubes, how are you feeling going into uh, playoff weekend here? I feel pretty good. I didn't put any picks out there last weekend because uh, it was pretty dry, but... Actually, did have a success a successful weekend on the side um, by betting on my own. But uh, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, I thought last weekend ended on a great note, especially with uh, everything that happened in Week 17 with Demar Hamlin. Um, week 18 was great. The, obviously, the Bills kickoff return touchdown, two kickoff return touchdowns by Naheem Hines, who I don't know why he doesn't play more. Um, and then. Ending it with Detroit knocking out Green Bay so they couldn't make the playoffs. I mean, that was just electric. And our boy, Jamal Williams, he looked great. Um, and he helped our other boy, Gino, get in. So very happy with everything that happened in Week 18. Excited for the playoffs. Yeah, I'm really excited for the playoffs. And the, I mean, apart from Week 17 and what happened with DeMar Hamlin, Week 18, the NFL season did end <laughs> fairly well. Um, pretty entertaining ending to the season, especially with that last game between the Packers and the Lions. Um, but I just wanted to get your overall feeling on the NFL regular season as a whole this year. I mean, just the way the kind of the season started and the, the play that we saw from the teams, um, going into the playoffs, I think it's definitely lopsided with strength of teams between the AFC and the NFC. Um, but overall, how would you rate this, this year's NFL regular season? Uh, I thought I thought the regular season was pretty good. I mean, it definitely warmed up as the season went on. Everyone in the beginning of the year was complaining about bad games and unders. Um, you definitely saw teams start to settle in, but I'm pretty sure more quarterbacks started this year than any other year in NFL history. I think I saw that somewhere. Um, so a lot of backups in, a lot of QBs getting hurt, um, which I'm sure we'll get to with Lamar and, and others, um, among others. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a crazy, crazy year. Um, definitely didn't expect the Eagles to be the one seed in the playoffs. Um, I think the AFC playoff picture looks relatively predictable to what you could have thought it would be prior to the season. NFC, um, I mean, Eagles being at the top is kind of crazy. Um, San Fran, people expected, just not in this fashion. Um, I, I would say the NFC definitely shaken up from last year with no Rodgers. That's a big big missing piece to that playoff picture yeah i definitely think it 
this season was a bit more unpredictable than I would have expected. Um, I just think everything that happened with the AFC West, that was supposed to be like a huge powerhouse division going into this season. Obviously, the Raiders and the Broncos really didn't live up to any type of expectations. And then you also have the the Jaguars, who with an an absolute incredible turnaround, and and shout out to you early in the season, picking them as the division winner. and they did it. They they beat out the Titans. The Titans did have a little bit of a collapse there, but you definitely called that one. Um, and then in the NFC, I mean, Eagles as the number one seed, I don't think anyone really could have predicted that. And then, obviously, you have the downfall of Rodgers. You have the downfall of Brady. They still snuck, The Bucks still snuck their way into the playoffs and won the division, but it wasn't pretty. And they did not mm-hmm. play, you know, good football this year. Um, the Niners are obviously good. I think people thought they would be good going into the season. The Vikings, I mean, great record. They're in the playoffs, but who knows what they're going to do in the playoffs. The Giants, who shouldn't be here, are here, and the Seahawks as well. So a very interesting playoff bracket this season, and a lot of different things can happen. Um, so it'll be intriguing to see how it plays out. But before we get into the playoffs and our picks for the playoffs and stuff, just kind of wanted to continue to – go through the regular season here. What do you think your favorite part of this season was? Honestly, my favorite part of this entire season was probably that Minnesota-Buffalo game. Um, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins trying to sneak it in and uh, getting stuffed on the one-yard line and everyone thinking the game was over because there was about 30 seconds left. I don't think Minnesota had any timeouts. And then everyone realized that Buffalo had to at least move the ball forward. They couldn't just kneel it. They fumbled a snap, and then I, I believe it went into overtime, and Minnesota won. That was probably one of the best games of the year. Uh, along with another Minnesota game was that crazy comeback against Indianapolis. As much mm. shit as Minnesota gets, they definitely put up some of the most entertaining games of the season without question. Yeah, you're 100% right, and I 100% agree with you. My favorite part of this season was that Vikings-Bills game. That was by far the best game this season, in my opinion. But I had two. Another one involving the Vikings, actually, that wasn't that Colts game, but when the Eagles smoked them on Mm -hmm. Monday night, that was probably my second favorite part of this season because after that game, I was like, holy shit, the Eagles actually might be legit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just want to get out ahead of this. My least favorite part of the season was Damar Hamlin. <laughs> and my second to least favorite part of the season was Tua Tagovailoa with the gang signs. Um, d- definitely didn't find that funny at all. No jokes. No jokes there. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why you're laughing. Um, no jokes there. No, because I'm going to get to my um, <laughs> most disappointing part of the season. Um, yeah, I get it. The Damar Hamlin stuff was was pretty tough. Um, we never really had an episode to discuss that. No jokes here. Um, to a situation, of course, too. Um, any injury is really tough, but my most disappointing part of the season is when um, Deshaun Watson suspended ended and then he started playing again. That was my <laughs> least favorite part because I just hate sexual assault and to see him out there, and I just still think it's a weak suspension. So that was my most disappointing part to the season. Aside from injuries and off-the-field things, I think my second least favorite part of the season was when Indianapolis and Denver played on Thursday night football. That was one of the worst games, I think, that the American people were ever subjected to. Yeah, that was a very low point in the season. There was no touchdown score that game, right? It was that game that the media started talking about is the NFL like putting out a bad product. That's how bad it was getting. 
I mean, yeah, the, they could say that, but still, I the NFL, I think the viewership numbers are still insane. I think oh, yeah. that uh, the Green Bay Lions game had like the most viewers for a Sunday night finale in like ten years. Yeah, I mean that was that was a great game, by the way. That was amazing. That lateral play they ran. I yeah. mean that was just sensational. Sensational. And if so, you did bring up the Demar Hamlin injury, and that was tough. If that game was to be played and that injury never happened, how do you think that would have ended? Uh, it's tough to say. Hopefully, Joe Burrow wouldn't have scored forty-five fantasy points because then I would have lost the league. But luckily. Got out of there with a win, uh, irregardless of the injury in the canceled game, um, selfishly. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly was getting home to watch that game right when they had stopped it and the teams were walking off the field. So I honestly had missed most of it. Um, but it seemed that Cincinnati was driving up 7-3, to but we've seen Cincy, Kansas City, and Buffalo play, and a lead really doesn't mean anything with those teams because those quarterbacks can get hot quick. So I think... Canceling it that early, uh, it's basically like you didn't play the game, which is what the NFL ended up pretty much doing with that. Fair. And I must congratulate you on your fantasy football victory. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Wish you, could, wish you could say the same for me, but team unfortunately folded um, <laughs> there in the end. So not shout too out, much. Shout out to your opponent who was asking for his Venmo winnings when he was still down three on Sunday night and that game almost ended before it even started. Yeah. On I Monday. mean, if, if the, if the winnings and the, the prize money were going to go to anyone, I think this specific individual who they went to, um, was probably the most impactful. Also, so I'm happy for that. Shout out to Ram or, uh, what is it? Jake's bar and Valley Forge casino, <laughs> because those fantasy winnings went right from that fantasy player to those two establishments. Yep. No, no free ads here on the Broad Street. Brand, <laughs> no free ads. They already, they already made enough bank from that one individual. But we can move <laughs> right along here. Um, just still a couple more uh, a lingering things for the NFL regular season in review. Who was your favorite player to watch this season? Favorite player to watch this season? I mean, I love Jamal Williams. He was great. Um, he was absolutely great to watch. Um, and uh, I would say... I mean, the Eagles. I mean, A.J. Brown was amazing to watch. The way Devontae yeah. Smith played at the end of the year was great to see. Um, so probably those three, Jamal Williams and then the e- two Eagles receivers. Yeah. I'm, see, I'm, I'm right there with you. It, it's We're just such on a strong page right now. I 100% agree. <laughs> Jamal Williams really turned into a superstar by the mm-hmm. end of that, that Sunday night game. Um, you know, from hard knocks, that speech he gave – all the way to the end of the season, um, really nice to see Jamal Williams kind of turn into a mini superstar there. Obviously, the Eagles receivers were amazing to watch. Obviously, have to throw Justin Jefferson in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was unbelievable this season, and I'm so glad that he did end up the leader in receiving yards. I think Tyreek could be in this conversation if yeah. Tua knew how to stay healthy. Um, you know, Tua with the concussion problem really screwed um, Tyreek there. He's another great player this season, but... Yeah, and I would say also, despite the disappointing year from the team, I would say uh, Devontae Adams and Jacobs. I mean, especially Jacobs. I mean, he balled out. He was the leading rusher. So um, shout-out to him, and shout-out to the Raiders for not picking up his fifth-year option. Yeah, it's actually crazy that they had Josh Jacobs have such a great year and Devontae Adams, and the Raiders were still that bad. Yeah, they were shit. And while we're talking about the Raiders, Derek Carr posted on Twitter today mm-hmm. that he's excited for his next team. What do you think about that? 
I think the Colts are getting a good one. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get out ahead of that. I mean, it, it, that's the easy pick. Yeah, no, that's the easy pick. Absolutely. But it, it's the funny pick because the Colts love to take quarterbacks that have just been starting but haven't really got broken into the top 10. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I could see, you know, Seattle. Um, I mean, there's a lot of teams that, that could use a quarterback. I don't know what the Giants are doing with Danny Dimes. Tampa might be in the business for a quarterback if, if Brady leaves. Green Bay might be. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to shake out this offseason. Yeah, a lot. And, I mean, Derek Carr is going to be a viable option. I'm My pick it, it has to be, I wouldn't like this, but the commanders would be perfect in uh, yeah, my opinion. Yeah, I, I was going to say Washington. Like, yeah. they have some good offensive weapons, um, pretty decent defense. I think the, the, really they're just missing a quarterback. I think that could be potentially pretty good. Um, obviously, you have the Jets, too, who need a quarterback. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Carr, Garoppolo, and really, honestly, Lamar. I have no idea what's going to happen with Lamar. The Ravens just played Roquan's, Roquan Smith, that pretty big contract. and. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar, but there are going to be some interesting quarterbacks on the move this offseason. will be interesting to watch, and especially with the Bears getting that number one pick for the draft. There's a couple of quarterbacks in the draft that are going to be available as well, so really interesting to see how it shakes out. There's probably like five good quarterbacks that will uh, have new homes next season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, things are definitely going to be shaking up. Um, I mean, you you can guarantee the three, the big three in the AFC. All those guys are staying. Hurts is staying. Prescott staying. Um, just in this playoff picture, but even San Fran. I mean, they have three quarterbacks now that they have to make a decision on, which is yeah. insane. Um, they say if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. If you have three quarterbacks, you have like the best quarterback ever. I guess it's pretty yeah. crazy. I mean, who knows what could happen with with Brock Purdy this playoff season? I mean, they could they could run the table in the NFC very easily with. I mean, all the weapons they have with the 49ers. Um, if he makes in a, a Super Bowl, what do you do with, with um, Trey Lance? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It reminds me of Ohio State when they had Braxton Miller, JT Barrett, yeah. and uh, then Cardale Jones came in and won the championship. Cardale yeah. Jones, what a fucking animal. Yeah, that dude was beast. He's probably killing it in some Canadian football league or something. Yeah, he always looked like he had a huge piece on him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no that homo, thing fling the ball. Yeah, he's definitely packing between the legs. Um, All right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, last thing, I think I already know your answer here. So, your favorite team to watch this season? Favorite team to watch this season? Um, I got to go with Minnesota. I'll go with wow, Minnesota. Really? Uh, I mean, obviously, the Eagles are the easy pick, but um, – Minnesota just was in so many crazy games, so many good games. Uh, the reason their point differential is negative is because um, <laughs> they would win a ton of games, but they would only win them close. And then when they lost, they got their asses kicked. So uh, it was entertaining to watch them, I think, week in, week in and week out. Yeah, definitely. I thought you were going to say the Lions. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the Lions, are they're definitely up there. They're definitely up there. Yeah, the total amount of one-score games for the Vikings was just unbelievable this season. And like we said earlier, that – Bills game and the Colts game were just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, team of destiny, some might say. We'll see. But that's going to that's gonna be a perfect segue right to the playoffs. So bracket is set. Games on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jags, Dolphin Bills on Saturday. Then you have Giants, Vikings, 
Ravens, Bengals, Cowboys, Bucks to wrap you up here on Sunday. Um, so we have the the bracket here in the dock. Did you want to want to go through and make a couple predictions before we get into our uh, our picks for for this weekend? Hell yeah! Hell, Hell yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! So we'll start with the AFC. Let's start with Chargers Jags. Who do you have in that one? Chargers Jags. I mean. You know the Chargers were my preseason Super Bowl pick that I took a feature on, and the Jaguars, uh, they were my preseason AFC pick. Um, so it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think both these teams, it should be interesting to watch. I'm not sure who I like. If I had to take one of them, I would definitely take the Chargers just based on uh, what they have. And I think Herbert's a little bit more established than Lawrence right now. Um, but I do like the under 47 and a half this game. I think uh, two high-powered offenses. However, uh, with basically with no exper- postseason experience. Um, so I like the under more than anything in that game. 47 and a half. Yeah, that is that that is a pretty big big total there. Um, 47 and a half. I do like that. I mean the the Jags absolutely blew out the Chargers earlier in this season, but that's when the Chargers were dealing with some injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll get more in depth to the games once we get into the game. Once we like get into the picks here, so I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Chargers too, in this one. Um, next up, you have Ravens Bengals. Who you taking to move on there? Ravens Bengals. I mean, you have to take the Bengals to move on. That's for sure. Um, Ravens. What are they down? Second, third string quarterback. I also saw yep. that now they're Tyler Huntley is now going by yeah. Snoop Huntley. Uh, oh. It's too, too late in the season that. for a name change unless it's a different player <laughs> on the team but i i assume it's him but i i think i saw a rapaport tweet uh where he was calling him snoop huntley so um dude wait till the offseason to do that also you're playing like shit you can't change your name yeah that's that's a weird one um i like the bengals too and then obviously you have dolphins bills obviously yeah. bills here another third string quarterback yeah i mean bills are moving on no doubt so th- so that would put it at Chiefs, Chargers, mm-hmm. Bengals, um, Bills for the mm-hmm. next round in the playoffs. So Chiefs, Chargers, I mean, anybody beating the, the Chiefs here? I mean, if anyone can, it's the Chargers. They're in the same division. Uh, they're very familiar with the Chiefs game. And um, it, it's possible, but, I mean, the Chiefs have all the experience and Chargers haven't lost in the playoffs before so you'd have to imagine that this season um they'd have they wouldn't be able to make the run all the way to the super bowl with the way the afc is so i mean you i'll pick the chiefs i'll just go chalk um just yeah. because i don't expect the chiefs to lose in the divisional round i agree with you here and then that will lead us right up to i mean i don't even know is it a, re- a revenge game i mean bill's bangles Beating yeah. again in the playoffs after what happened. I mean, this this league, this is absolutely crazy. If they were to meet in the playoffs, yeah, and I mean, it seems like that is absolutely inevitable because I don't see either of those teams getting upset. But I mean, that'll be crazy when these two teams meet up again. Um, it's gonna be must see TV. I, I wonder if Hamlin will be there because uh, I'm pretty sure he's out of the hospital now. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's gonna be a crazy one and. I would pick the Bills to move forward. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, the Bills just feel like the team of destiny with everything that's going on with DeMar. I'd mm-hmm. like them to win that game as well. That would set us up for an AFC championship between the Bills and the Chiefs. Do you think the Bills will finally get it done this year and make it to the Super Bowl? 
I do. Uh, I think Ooh. the Bills are gonna gonna go to the Super Bowl. They beat the Chiefs once. I think they can beat them again. Um, I, they do have that team of destiny vibes, and it seems like Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. Burrow got his team to a Super Bowl. Allen, ha- it seems like it's not a make or break year. Allen's got probably ten years Could left be. in the league, but at the same time, he's got to get it done one of these years. And Mahomes and Burrow aren't going anywhere, so he's got to break through this year. They got a great team, and they're in a great position. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I think this has got to be the year for the Bills. Um, I mean, you're more of a, a Josh Allen guy than I am. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I, I definitely think just with everything going on, it just seems the perfect time. This is how the, the script writers draw it up a little bit. So we'll have the Bills going to the Super Bowl. Moving on to the NFC, we'll start. Um, I mean, I know you like the Seahawks a little bit. Seahawks, Niners. Who do you who do you like moving on there? I'm definitely going to sprinkle on Seahawks' money line, but I don't know if for the sake of the bracket I can pick them. Um, so I'll, I'll pick Sam Fran here, um, but but I definitely think the Seahawks are going to cover, and I think they could win this game. Uh, I think people Ooh. are underestimating them. Maybe not underestimating them as much as they are overestimating the Niners, yes. who have been on an absolute tear. But, I mean, at some point you got to lose unless people expect them to win 12, 13 games to end the season um it's gonna be tough i think it's gonna be a lot tougher of a game than people are expecting but i'll pick san fran and move on i like it i like it and we'll we'll get more into that later but i'm i'm right there with you i i think the the people are already drawing this up as a win for the niners have to pump the brakes a little bit but we'll move forward with the with the niners here so then you have giants vikings a lot of people i think i'm hearing uh the giants are going to be the the good upset here i like the vikings to move on what do you think yeah i mean um these teams played a few weeks ago if i'm not mistaken right yeah and uh vikings came, came out close game of course um these two teams playing close games every week um but i think the vikings just have a lot more firepower and just seems like the Giants are kind of limping into the playoffs. Um, they did get to rest last week, so they should be a little healthier. But um, I just think the Vikings have more firepower, and they're going to win that game. Yep, I 100% agree there. So that would put the Niners and the Vikings up against each other in the next round. And then that means the winner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers-Dallas Cowboys game would play the Eagles in the next round. Do you think Tom Brady continues his dominance against the Cowboys? I do not. I think the Cowboys Woo! take this one. Um, they're just a better team, like a lot, a lot better. And yep. I don't think Tampa Bay is the toughest place to play in the world. So I, I think Dallas goes in there and wins. It seems like it's inevitable that the Eagles and Dallas clash in the in the divisional round. But it would be also a cool storyline if the Bucks won, um, just for the Cowboys choking, and then the Eagles get to get their revenge from the playoffs last year. So that could be cool too. But I just think it's inevitable that the the Eagles and Cowboys play in the divisional round. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles definitely will have their work cut out for them unless the Giants do beat the Vikings. I think either way, playing the Cowboys or Bucks, that's a that's a tough divisional round opponent. Um, but if we're, we're going along with the Cowboys moving on, that would put the Cowboys against the Eagles. I mean, that's a, that's a tough game. At least the Eagles would be at home. Who would you like to move on there? Healthy hurts. I like the Eagles. Um, yeah, I think we've just been more consistent than them all year long, and uh, I mean, Hurts is just—he's a good, great player. He doesn't turn the ball over, and Dak Prescott does. So, I just see the Eagles taking that. 
Yeah, I agree. And then lastly, 49ers, Vikings. Who do you have uh, facing the Eagles in the NFC Championship game? Vikings. I got the Vikings, Woo! baby. Uh, I'm going to take that rematch. I'm going to take that high-powered offense. Um, I'm gonna, I think they're going to cut into San Fran's defense. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I like the Vikings. I just am not high on San Fran. I, I don't think they're making it. Everyone already has them penciled into the Super Bowl. They have them inked into the NFC Championship game for sure. I don't think it's going to be that easy for them, and I'm I'm picking Minnesota to beat them in the divisional round. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I like that too. I, I do like the Vikings. I really do. So that would put us up at a rematch of the NFC Championship game when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. The feeling I'm getting from you, this might be the same result as, uh, as 2017 here. You think the Eagles move along to the Super Bowl? Yes, but uh, I'm definitely hesitant. I mean, this is like, it's hard to be objective. It's hard to pick the Eagles to lose to any NFC opponent. But, yeah, I mean, I can't see them losing to the Vikings. Their defense just isn't that good, and they... They have been overachieving this year with their record and winning these games, even though they've been falling behind in a lot of these games. They've been squeaking them out. So I think the better team comes out on top, and that's the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, how would you rate your feeling about this Eagles team going into the playoffs as you did when they went to the playoffs when they ended up winning the Super Bowl with Nick Foles? It was tough. I mean, that season, you know, I think we – we played the Falcons, who were the reigning NFC champs mm-hmm. in this divisional round. We did have the bye, similar to this year. Um, I would say it's it's a lot similar. Like I'm not totally confident, but at the same time, things could shake out funky um, to where if the Giants or Seahawks win, the Eagles get, get them in the divisional round, and then I think that's like a cakewalk to the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say my confidence level in this team right now is probably at uh, seven. Um, so I'm, I'm com- more than halfway confident, but, you know, they lost a couple of games to end the year. They're not playing their best ball right now. Um, I guess the media is kind of getting in my head, and Hurts isn't healthy, so that doesn't help. Yeah, the Hurts health part of it really hurts, and Lane Johnson has been the anchor of the Philadelphia Eagles teams right, right. for so long. Um, when he's out, they don't win, um, and you can point back to that in all the previous years, but it just seems like he's such a integral figure to the Eagles offense um I mean if he comes back and can play I think the Eagles will be fine if he's still banged up and maybe can't go I I think it could be tough I I really do think it really does all come down to the health of Lane Johnson and kind of that Eagles how the Eagles O-line plays because if if Hurts gets hurt they're done um yeah they really are but I mean, the health of the O-line was just insane this year. That yeah. That's what made the Eagles so good. I mean, they, the Eagles always have injuries on their O-line. They're always using different combinations. This year, they were healthy the whole year, all year long until Lane got hurt. So um, it's just tough timing. But if he can come back, I think he can he can stick it through it. Uh, he'll probably juice up for this playoff run, and we'll be good I to would. go. I yeah. would. I mean, he, he's done it before, so might as well try to, try to go out on top. Yes, um, sir. But there are a lot of similarities to that Super Bowl run season. Um, The the final four of quarterbacks going into that, um, the championship round, it was Brady, Bortles, Nick Foles, and Case Keenum. Mm -hmm. Um, That very similarly, something could could shake out like that this year um, with the amount of just kind of weird quarterbacks. Yeah, Yeah. backups. You have Purdy. 
I mean, Danny Dimes, even seeing Kirk Cousins in a, in a in a championship game, I think would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, then on the AFC side, I mean, you have the Ravens starting a third stringer and the Dolphins starting a third stringer, so they probably don't have a chance to make it, but so. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Um, just to wrap us up here, that would put us at a Bills-Eagles Super Bowl. Who do you have uh, taking it all this year? I think I think the Bills. I, I don't think the Eagles are taking it all. Like I said, I don't have full confidence in them. Um, the Bills kind of seem like the team in destiny. They were the preseason pick for everyone, and they, they kind of limped towards the middle of the season, but now I think they're picking it up and they're ready to go full steam ahead for DeMar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it just really does seem that way. I don't think I can say that I think the Bills will win the Super Bowl just because I've been anti-Bills this whole season. Um, so we'll just go with your take there. <laughs> I personally, I like the Chiefs. I think the mm. Chiefs. I think the Chiefs do make their way back to the Super Bowl, and I think they do. Uh, I think they take it all this season. But we'll see how it shakes out. The AFC is really strong. Um, obviously, you have Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, all right there as the powerhouses. But anything can happen. So. We'll see how that happens, but let's get into our picks for this weekend. So we'll just go through the slate, give our 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 picks, um, spreads, and our over-unders for this weekend. So that first game, we have the Seahawks at 49ers. Already touched on this one a bit. 49ers are minus 9.5. Over-under sits at 42. In a playoff matchup, we have Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith. If someone told me that at the beginning of the season, this would be a playoff matchup. I would have called you crazy. Everyone's calling for a 49ers blowout. I think this is an underrated coaching game. Really haven't heard too much about that, but Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll versus Kyle Shanahan, a great matchup there. Pete Carroll was out in the news, um, you know, said, unfortunately, we're playing the, the Niners this week. I think he's trying to... I don't know what's going on with that statement, but that, that statement from Pete Carroll saying he's kind of worried about the 49ers made me like the Seahawks even more, but you're on the Seahawks spread. You're going to sprinkle on the money line. Is it just because the, the Niners have been on such a hot streak? They're rolling with the rookie quarterback? What do you think here? Yeah, I mean, I just think they're due for, for a bump in the road, and uh, I think it's going to come at the wrong time for them. I think that it's just a lot of overconfidence and overhype in the media about them. Um, their defense is great though. Um, can't, can't deny that their weapons are awesome as well, but they do have a third string quarterback starting. I mean, a guy that was not great at Iowa state, he was good. He's a good quarterback, but he was nothing special. And now he's here. He's been managing the game. He's been playing well, but, uh, I, I like the Seahawks to definitely cover and maybe even win this game. Yeah, I do too. I just think Pete Carroll is going to have that team ready. I mean, Pete Carroll has the experience. Kyle Shanahan has the experience too. But, I mean, you've seen Shanahan fold under these big pressure games. I mean, he kind of folded last year in the 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 championship game when they played the Rams. They had the lead in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs and blew it there. So, And then when you mix in the third-string rookie quarterback – Kyle Shanahan has a ton of pressure on him, no matter what you say, because that is a, a Super Bowl roster, no matter who's the quarterback there. So I think they have their work cut out for them, too. I think they have a ton of pressure. Everyone's thinking this is going to be a blowout for them. This is a perfect opportunity for, like, a Seahawks team to come right in and, and, and upset them. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to beat a team three times in one season, and that's what they'll have to do. 
Exactly. So pulling a divisional matchup there, um, you know, especially like the Seahawks, not as not as great as one might think. So we're on the Seahawks in that game. The next Saturday game, we have the Chargers-Jags. Chargers are minus 2.5. Over-under is 47.5. We already stated that Rubes is on the under 47.5 here. Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence this is a great young quarterback matchup, especially in the playoffs. Um, I mean, just on the under here, I like that as well. Um, you know, a little bit inexperienced with these two with these two teams here in the playoffs, so I do like the under. But I, I think this is going to be a good game. I think this is going to be a good game. I love how the Jags got their way and made their way into the playoffs. Doug Peterson doing great things over there. So, anything else for for your outlook for this game? No, I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Um, this game is going to be, the media will view it as whoever wins it gets to be the fourth wheel on the bus uh, for the AFC because they love talking about Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow, and yep. these two guys are the candidates for next up as being the fourth on there. So I think whoever wins this it goes into that conversation. Ooh, yeah, I, I like that little tidbit of it. Um, that's interesting. So, I mean, huge game, Justin Herbert. Um, can can put a little more respect on his name. I think people are a little like 50-50 on him and the Chargers. There's obviously no pressure for the Jags at all in this game. I think their future's bright and fine. Chargers, other hand, a, a little bit different. Um, this is a, a huge game for Brandon Staley. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. He's a little bit of a bonehead, so definitely will be keeping an eye on to see what kind of dumb decision he makes in this game to maybe cost him his job. So, great Saturday game. That leads us right into the night game, which is now a little bit disappointing with no Tua, but I don't think the NFL would allow nah, that's Tua. A, that's the uh, 1 o'clock. So, Seahawks 49ers is 4.30, Chargers-Jags Saturday night, um, Dolphins-Bills is 1 o'clock Sunday, and then 4.8, and Cowboys-Bucks is Monday night. Perfect. I mean... Thanks for not to for dunk covering. on you. Not to yeah, dunk on you. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> ratioed the fuck out of me. Jesus Christ. So, as I was saying, you have the Dolphins with no Tua. You have the Bills with the overwhelming support of the United States on their back with everything going on with Lamar. The Bills are minus 13, which I like. Over-under sits at 43.5. The, the Dolphins don't stand a chance here. Let's yeah, be real. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take the Dolphins plus thirteen, uh, just because it's a div- divisional game. Um, it, you know, n- nothing comes easy in the postseason, but I would say this is kind of like when Space Jam went up against the Monstars. Uh, yeah. This is this <laughs> this is gonna be a tall task, but space the Space Jam team won that, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, who knows? I just the Dolphins have had like one of the worst fall offs this past season um with everything that happened um so to be i i just think it, it this is just blowout city it's gotta be yeah uh, we'll see we'll see about that i mean it just sucks that skylar thompson is starting yeah that's a that's a big damper if two was playing i would love to see that but concussions mcgee yeah. who even knows what's gonna happen with that so that game um not really one I'm really looking forward to. I think that's really the only big blip in the schedule here. Um, so, yeah, Sunday at 1 o'clock. Thanks for dunking on me, Rubes. Uh, really appreciate <laughs> it. So, moving on, Giants at Vikings. Vikings are minus 3, over under 48. 
I mean, like we said before, the Giants are the, are the big upset pick here in this game, but this is a career-defining moment for our guy, Kirk Cousins. We both love the Vikings here. Yeah, I mean, I like the Vikings to win this game. Uh, it's tough to bet on them to cover the way every game ends up being close yeah. with them, um, but they are a better roster. Uh, they have more weapons. They're a better team, I would say, than the Giants. Giants may only be winning in the coach department. That's about it. But uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, if he can't win this one against the lowly Giants, then um, he's he's in trouble. So, like you said, this is a career-defining moment. I think he steps up to the task because even though it seems like a tall task, he is just playing the New York Giants, who are happy to be there. Yeah, it's insane. The Giants are playing with house money in this yeah. game. And on the other side, you have a guy like playing for his entire NFL legacy here. Um, right. I like the Vikings, though. I just think the Vikings, I get it, They, the point differential, the one-score games and all that, but I still think they, they, they do have a high-powered offense. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Danny Dimes, though, on the other side of it, like, can you can you bet with Danny Dimes? Can you put your trust in him over Kirk Cousins? I don't know. We'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. That's a, a decent game. I'm not, I'm not too disappointed with that game. No, yeah, that, that's a good wild card weekend playoff matchup, I must say. So, moving on to another divisional matchup here in the playoffs. The Ravens at Bengals. Bengals are minus 9.5. Over-under sits at 40.5. No Lamar in this game. Um, I mean, you're on the Ravens. I like the Ravens, too. I just think the, the Bengals are a little bit on their... A little bit on a pedestal. Um... Kind of had a little bit of a sour reaction a couple days after the DeMar thing, feeling like they got screwed a little bit. I just think no matter who, if they had Lamar or not, or if it's going to be Huntley, I just I just like the Ravens, especially with all those points with it being a divisional game. Yeah, I mean, it's a divisional game. They just played last week, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to, to beat them by at least 10 points. Uh, it should be a scrappy, tough game, NFC no- or AFC North style, um, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a not the best game for a Sunday night football, but um, I think the Ravens can keep it close. Yeah, I agree. Definitely not the best, but I, I think they can keep it close too. I just It would have been great if Lamar was playing. I'd be all over Ravens' money line, but it's a shame. Um, just the kind of these past two seasons with Lamar, I know we, we've been talking about it for the past couple weeks. You just hate to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's something else going on there other than the injury. Um, but people are still talking about him like, you know, he runs too much. He, that's why he got hurt. But I think it's also has to do with his contract situation. So, yeah, it's definitely a weird scenario. Something strange is going on in Baltimore. Yeah, but free Lamar. He'll be on the uh, the Vikings next season, and they'll just be absolutely filthy. So, Or the Jets. Or the Jets. Lamar in New York would be pretty cool as he well. He can go wherever he wants. About 20, 25 teams. Eagles? No. Eagles? You take, it, take him over Jalen? No, sir. Mm, interesting. So that will lead us to the last game here on the slate. Cowboys-Bucks. This is a classic, awesome playoff matchup. Tom Brady against the Cowboys, which is very interesting to see. He's owned the Cowboys, but they're minus 2.5 as road dogs. Over-under sits at 45.5. You think Brady has a, another playoff upset in him? No, I mean, I, I don't. I just don't think the Buccaneers are that good. It seems like they're kind of checked out. I mean, they just, what they, they're they 8 and 9, right? They made it to the playoffs yeah. with a losing record. No <laughs> one's even talking about that. Um, so, 
yeah, they're just not that good of a team. And I, the Cowboys are a good team. Um, you know, they, they have weapons on offense and defense. Um, so I like the Cowboys here. I just don't see how the Bucks can beat them in this game. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think the, the Buccaneers are, are fool's gold. Um, you know, they weren't very good at any point in this season, and Tom Brady threw a couple deep touchdowns to Mike Evans to end the season against the Panthers, and all of a sudden, they're back. Um, I don't know. I know they are getting a little bit healthier, especially on the offensive line, but the Buccaneers haven't showed me anything this whole season, and they've been a trap this whole season, so I don't really think that's going to change um, yeah, just I mean, because it's playoff time. And can you imagine how annoying it would be if the Buck? I mean, I hate the Cowboys. I hope they lose, but how annoying it's going to be in the media the next day if the Buccaneers win. Oh, Brady does it again. Yeah. You know, Brady this, Brady that. You know, all this credit when they were 8-9 and nine all season. And if they win and they play the Eagles, they're going to get their fucking ass kicked. Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather the Bucks win. I'd much rather play the Bucks than the Cowboys, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it does seem inevitable that Tom Brady kind of pulls another another trick out of his hat. So, we'll, yeah, see, we'll there. see. But I, I like the Cowboys, too. Two and a half, I just think. I know the the Bucks beat him in that first game of the season when Dak got injured, but right. we'll see. I mean, if Dak can only throw like maybe two limited two interceptions, they'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. So that wraps us up for the wild card weekend um, picks and preview. Rubes, anything else you wanted to to touch on before we wrap up here today? No, nothing, nothing too much. Excited to watch this weekend. Definitely gonna have to tune into every game. Uh, it's gonna be a great weekend of games. Enjoy it while it lasts, people. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. I mean, we just saw college football end its season this week. NFL is not that far behind, so might as well enjoy it while it lasts. But a great set of games this week. Um, And I'm just excited for for this weekend and then right back for next weekend to see what we have for the divisional round. So should be good. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. That was the most exciting thing to happen tonight. I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. That was a great call. And the game is over! The game is over! The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you.